This copyrighted podcast is presented by the U.S. Highbush Blueberry Council. The opinions and views shared by those of non-paid guests on the business of blueberries are those of our guests and do not represent the views, positions, or policies of the USHBC. The blueberry industry is like no other, passionate, resilient, and innovative. This podcast is your source for the latest information on the management, markets, research, and technology related to blueberry production. This is the business of blueberries. Casey and the team are at the Tech Symposium and Fall meetings this week, so we're sharing with you an episode that was recorded fresh off of another recent event, the Flavor Experience, held in Monterey, California. In today's episode, Casey sits down with USHBC NABC Vice President of Marketing and Communications, Jennifer Sparks, as well as Christy Wood with the Sterling Rice Group to recap the event, what they experienced, and the importance of engaging with the food service industry. So here's Casey Cronquist along with Jennifer Sparks. Jenny, I just wanted to spend some time, you know, talking about this experience there in Monterey last week. And and from your perspective as our vice president of marketing and communications, what stands out to you for an event like that and why it's important or relevant to our industry for USHBC to be there, but for blueberries generally, what were your takeaways from last week's event? Well, what an amazing event, Casey, and such a strategic opportunity for USHBC to showcase blueberries to this super important audience. And for me, from a staff perspective, it was so helpful to be there personally to attend the panel discussions and the think tank sessions and meet chefs and operators personally. There's nothing like hearing firsthand their challenges and opportunities that they're facing in the food service sector because it's different. Um, And we had a firsthand look into the actual pain points that the operators are facing, which helps us as an industry to better address their needs and wants, as well as their logistical challenges. So it just it just makes us better all the way around to tailor our messages and our actions toward that very specific audience. And it was really great to see Christy and Chef Rose from SRG in action as well. Um, you know, this is a relationship business that requires a lot of knowledge and uh, innovation and keen interpersonal skills to be able to have these conversations and to be able to take the next steps. And I think having us all there really helped um, to represent the blueberry industry quite well and and really to showcase blueberries in such a way that people were just so intrigued and thought the innovation was terrific and it made them think of the uh, blueberries in such a different way. And I think that blueberries showed extremely well. Well, and, you know, I think part of what we saw in the event was just what a a network it was. I really appreciated seeing the competition amongst the operators come together in, you know, a very similar spirit as our industry, collaboration, cooperation, really discussing those pain points in a way that, you know, drives that community. And I know you and I both coming out of floral uh, didn't have uh, uh, necessarily an experience with working with chefs, but you could sense that community, right? I mean, you could sense that they all know each other, whether they're competitors or otherwise, but they are working in this environment in a way to glean those new ideas from each other, obviously 
groups like us are there to uh, share our wares. But maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, that experience from your perspective. Well, what was really interesting was, you know, there certainly were big brands um, that showcased there as well. But just having the blueberry industry through USHBC there represented the chefs and operators that I spoke with personally really liked that because it was about blueberries. It wasn't about um, one particular brand. And so they seemed very open to have conversations. So we were there to build those relationships and, and make them better and improve and and talk about the next steps. And they were very open to doing that. And so I think that's really a role that USHBC can play in the food service sector because uh, we are looked at differently because we're just trying to help them be more innovative in their menus. And, you know, through Chef Rose, she's very good about making sure that that there's cross utilization because that's key. We heard that in all of the panels that I, in educational sessions that I went to, they were talking about, um, you know, we need to be able to use it for many different things. Um, There needs to be cross-utilization. And that's what Chef Rose is so good at teaching um, and how blueberries can so easily fit into that. Well, and and the other part about just, you know, I think promoting, and you can see this and we're sharing uh, obviously some of this audio from the event itself, but just where it's, it's all forms. I mean, Chef Rose does a great job of of representing all of the creative ways you can use blueberries in its different forms, uh, obviously fresh, frozen, powdered, dried. Like There was a lot of that ingredient use involved. And then, of course, those discussions with folks there. But I, I do want to go back to, you know, the point you were making about, you know, that I think you mentioned brands, meaning that it wasn't just commodity organizations that are soliciting this audience of operators and, and food service, you're competing with brands, you're competing. I mean, it, it is a competition for eyes. I mean, just that one event, that lunch that I saw uh, that I got to participate in, it was, you know, everybody getting essentially to taste test what these different offerings were and these different, you know, creative innovations coming from obviously companies who have been doing this for a long, long time. And of course, commodity boards like ours, I think I saw uh, potatoes there and avocados there, but maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, how you see uh, USHBC's role in that in an audience in an event like this. Absolutely. Um, The great thing about blueberries is that they can fit into any day part. And you can't say that about every product. And so, but but the key is to make sure that we showcase it and illustrate that in a way that wows them, right? And so they'll want to try it. And so they'll want to think about blueberries in different ways. So we're really focusing on not just sweet, but savory, not just breakfast, but snack, side dish, main dish, cocktails. And so we really were able to, based on what we were doing throughout the week, um, being able to showcase blueberries in so many different ways for so many different day parts. Um, and, and we really brought what our logo says to life. You know, uh, the possibilities are endless. And it's an exciting time for blueberries, especially in food service. And I think we really proved that. And in, in listening to some of the trends where the they were talking about coming out of the pandemic, what consumers were thinking about in terms of how they're eating, you know, during the pandemic, when everything was shut down, it was all about comfort foods, right? And now they were talking about this trend of indulgent health. And I sat there and listened, and I just thought, that's where blueberries play extremely well. 
because we have an amazingly healthy product. Absolutely. Well, I was able to just participate in part of it. I really, it was great to see what was happening, you know, there when I arrived and just, you know, the work our team was doing, you know, you're obviously leading that charge there with SRG and, and just the opportunity it did present for our industry and a very important, you know, runway of opportunity for our blueberry industry. So anything else you'd like to share, Jenny, before we let you go? Well, I would just say as um, someone who's been with the blueberry industry now for just coming up on a year, I was really proud at that event to represent an industry and a product that provides health benefits, great taste, and innovation. Um, it was just, it was a really terrific experience and something that um, I was appreciative of being able to attend and being able to see firsthand. And I agree with you about people coming together you know, breaking bread together, uh, eating blueberries together. It really does make a difference. It spurs conversation. It, um, it, it builds deeper relationships. And those are all key components of being able to move forward as an industry. So I think there's, there's a lot of great plans we have coming up in 2022. And I'm extremely excited. Thanks, Jenny. Uh, great to have you on the show again and appreciate what you do for our growers and our industry at large. Christy, I'm going to turn things over to you to talk about why this food service conference was so important and the value you saw of being there. However, before we dig in on that, why don't you introduce yourself for our audience who may or may not know the role you play with us and please share a little bit about yourself, your background and what you and SRG do for the blueberry industry. Absolutely, Casey. I'm thrilled to be here. So Christy Wood, I'm a group account director at the Sterling Rice Group, and I am entirely focused on reaching our B2B audiences. So I'm all food service, all food manufacturing. Um, I've been in this industry about 17 years now. So the first 12 or so I was doing the consumer marketing thing and, and now I'm all chefs and uh, product developers. And so I'm really the front line um, of that effort. So I'm the one that's, that's pounding the pavement to connect with these folks, see how we can support them, share our ideas and our inspirations, um, and really do everything we can to convert all of that inspiration into new products and menu placements. Well, it has been a great opportunity to not just get to know you, but obviously the team there at SRG to kind of come alongside us as an industry group and, and help kind of chart that course that we're on for food service and blueberries. And we really appreciate all you guys do to help us also navigate and promote blueberries through our food service channel. But let's talk about last week. This gathering was a big deal for the food service industry. It's together in Monterey for the Flavor Experience event for the first time since the shutdown. I know this was originally scheduled for South Lake Tahoe. The fires forced the program to pivot to Monterey. And that certainly included added logistical challenges, flights, you know, just the things that they were envisioning there in South Lake now in Monterey. But what made this such an important opportunity for USHBC's food service program? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this was just huge, Casey. I, it was a reunion. Um, we have all been virtual for a year and a half now. And um, you got to think this audience in particular, maybe more so than any other audience I work with, these are tactile people. It's chefs. They think with 
you know, their, their senses. They want to see, taste, touch, smell the food. Um, and we have done, I, I think, a remarkable job over the last 18 months using the virtual formats to the best of our ability. Yeah. But man, to get back to being in person was so important. And I, I think that the response that we had from the chefs as they tasted uh, the bites that we shared. We had a lot of blueberry inspiration throughout the week. It was overwhelmingly positive and, and we're there to give them something they haven't seen or tasted before. So if we were just out there talking about blueberry pancakes and blueberry muffins, which are great, they've had that before. So you don't need necessarily the in-person experience for that. But when we're bringing them something that they've never had, there's no substitute for being in person and, and creating that connection. Well, it was fun to see. I was really glad to be there uh, with you and Jenny and the team there at SRG, Chef Rose and Amy. It was really inspiring for me to just kind of see that group come together the way they did. And, and as I said, we're looking forward to bringing our industry together as well, but just that energy that you sensed right in the room, in the discussions at the bar, like it didn't matter where you went, Christy, uh, let's talk a little bit about what we were doing in Monterey for blueberries. You know, you guys and your team at SRG really kind of did a remarkable job representing different flavors of blueberry in terms of the types of ingredient use you decided to just maybe give our audience a sense of what you put together for uh, all these operators to enjoy. Absolutely. Well, this is going to be a little bit torturous for everybody listening, but I'm I'm thrilled to share some of the, the fun stuff that we were sampling this week. So we had a, a blueberry calypso rice, which was kind of this Caribbean influence. It's a very growing trend on menus right now, Caribbean flavors. So it was some jerked uh, black beans and jackfruit, along with blueberries and a couple of different formats of this rice dish that could be a center of plate application or a side dish plays really well. Nice volume play there as well. We had a blueberry cured salmon appetizer, which was incredibly well received. We had a layered chia parfait that featured um, IQF blueberries made into a compote that can be used in a lot of different ways. We had a blueberry cocktail. We had a blueberry whoopie pie. So really the bottom line here, Casey, (laughs) is that we had blueberries across the menu. And and that was really the goal. So we were trying to showcase blueberries in innovative applications, something new to really get chefs inspired for different things that that they should be doing on their menus. And it wasn't without competition, right? I mean, we had other ingredients there as well. Blueberries were certainly uh, well represented, but maybe talk a little bit about, you know, that cross-section of who's there, paint that picture of, you know, who's showing up. And obviously the operators and the chefs are there. So, uh, but we weren't alone. Our, our friends from other parts of the produce industry and, and anyone wanting to supply uh, these chefs and operators on who was attending. That's right. Yeah. So the flavor experience really is one of the premier events in food service each year. And so it's regularly attended by at least 200 high volume chefs. This is really the who's who of the industry. So this is all of your big names. This attendee list reads like a greatest hits album of the industry. Wendy's was there. Burger King was there. Buffalo Wild Wings, Twin Peaks, you name it. Um, all The roster was impressive and, and they were all there. Some of them brought multiple team members because they put so much priority 
on this particular event out of their year. So that was who was there. As you mentioned, there were other sponsors. So we were in the company of other uh, boards and brands. But I have it on good advice that Blueberries, quote unquote, won the event. I attribute that to the really innovative ideas that we brought forward but also just the enthusiasm of the team. I mean, we were there specifically to connect with these guys and bring them new ideas. And um, I, I think that was really evident. Absolutely. It was fun to be, you know, just seeing blueberries in the spotlight as a platinum sponsor amongst the competition, but also mm-hmm. our, our our fellow produce members who were bringing their best to, yep. uh, like you said, the who's who of uh, the food service industry. But it was really for me, a first uh, chance to be there and see it for myself. And just to see, you know, again, the energy, the different individuals. I sat and had breakfast with the Outback team. It was just, you just, this was just a very unique crowd and a great opportunity to just see where, you know, we stood out. And I think we did. So thank you again for that. But maybe you could talk too about, you know, as we were there, there were sessions as as part of this conference um, and certainly things that I took away from uh, participating in the conference, but what were one or two of the main takeaways that you took from this conference? Sure. Yeah. You know, Casey, what's great about it is that it's a really multifaceted event. So you spend your days in sessions that are tracking the trends in the industry and um, sharing what's going on on menus and roundtable discussions so that you can hear firsthand from operators about the concerns that they have and different challenges. And then you go into every meal is being presented by the sponsors with inspiration, like the ideas that I just shared. And then there's kind of the after hours part. And, you know, as much as we'd like to all think that all business gets done in a boardroom, it's just not the case. You know, a lot of these deals are happening while we're breaking bread together or even sharing a cocktail, as you mentioned, around the bar. So the days are long, but fruitful, no pun intended. And I think some of the highlights that came out of it for me were just, we are needed more than ever. So our operator partners are leaning on us. They are strapped. They don't have labor back of house, so they don't have a whole robust innovation team that they used to have. They're looking to partners like USHBC to bring them those ideas and to substantiate those ideas with data so we can say, hey, here's five things that would work really well on your menu. We understand your back of house. We understand your labor situation, um, and we understand your service style and your cuisine type. So we did the heavy lifting for you. Here's what would work. And... Here's some patron data that underscores why those things would work and how much more your patrons are going to pay for them. So that was really great reinforcement for us to hear that because that is the work that we've been trying to do and seeing that there's more of a need than ever to bring that type of support forward. So that stood out to me. I think it will surprise no one to hear that there continue to be some supply challenges that operators are looking for commodities that can guarantee year-round availability. We are advantaged there. So there was a lot of good news coming out of this. I think also just that innovation is more important than ever in the sense that patrons are flooding back to the industry and they're looking for something new. So now it's the battle of who's got something more interesting on the menu because they're fighting for those patron dollars as the customer returns to food service. Yeah, it was really neat to hear some of those trends. I know we've done a lot 
around working with you and the state of the industry, uh, you know, features on food service. And you mentioned the patron study, which we'll certainly put in the show notes. If you haven't seen that uh, study that was done in partnership here with SRG for blueberries, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that you're directed from the show notes to where we have that on our data and insights page. But has anything changed, you know, based on what you heard from some of those initial reports that we've been giving coming out of the pandemic? Uh, was there anything from this recent conference that stood out to you has changed? Is the recovery at food service expected to come back stronger than originally predicted? Just how fluid is that recovery from your perspective now? The forecast that we were getting a year ago compared to now, the industry is recovering much faster than expected, which is great news for all of us. And some of those alternative formats that, that were created or at least expanded over the last year and a half are probably here to stay. So some new consumer behaviors that we all developed during the, the height of the pandemic in terms of ordering takeout or delivery or you know take and make type of kits, people liked those ordering situations, those opportunities. And so the feeling right now is that they're here to stay. And so you'll see a lot of operators have what are called ghost kitchen operations or virtual restaurants where there's one brick and mortar restaurant and, and kitchen, but through online portals like DoorDash and Grubhub, they're offering multiple menus to just further utilize their capabilities and expand their reach. So it's just a, a way for them to grow their businesses. And who doesn't want an extra few bucks in their pocket? I think that, that that's a trend that's uh, that's going to last. Yeah, I, I really appreciated just kind of hearing firsthand some of those experiences that they're facing coming back into the pandemic. And I sat through a, a small group workshop on the limited time offers, challenges mm -hmm. and opportunities. I found that very interesting just to kind of hear how uh, those LTOs are being designed today that's different than maybe it had been in the past. Uh, I also really appreciated the kind of keynote inspirational speaker they had. He did a good job. It was uh, uh, skydiver Luke Akins, mm -hmm. who had done the 28,000 foot jump with no parachute. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before, you know, we lose our audience here on what, what the heck are they talking about that <laughs> in the middle of a food service? It was a really, I think, timely message of calculating the risks yeah. while trying to inspire basically his vision shared with us that, you know, to try and do things that people think are impossible right now. And, and knowing that you've got to get your house in order and make sure you do all the math because, you know, jumping out of a plane at that height without a parachute. But we just went through a strategic planning process. We looked through a ton of information. We've been collecting data. We've been really trying to put our calculations together, so to speak, mm -hmm. for our strategy in food service. And I just thought we're kind of all doing that. And it was really yeah. well timed to say, you know, take some risks, you know, show people the possibilities. And SRG, you, you know, we've been working with you on on basically communicating what those are for blueberries and, you know, why we're seeing these angles today that uh, I think are very inspiring. So I, I don't know if, if you caught all that the same way I did, but for us and blueberries, just thinking about it from a guy who had jumped out of a plane with no parachute, there's a lot of attention you get from doing those things, but it's not that he didn't without looking through all of those details that you have to think about. And and so maybe you want to talk a little bit about, I mean, I know we talked about the patron study, but you know, we've got a plan and, and we're getting yeah. ready for our 2022 work, but anything you'd like to share, maybe highlighting some of the things we're looking at going into the next year. 
Absolutely. Well, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, Casey. It's really, it's, it is about taking the leap at the end of the day, but in the process, it's about mitigating the risks that you can and going into that leap with as much information and as much of a safety net as you possibly can. And that definitely resonated with me as I listened to him speak in that, you know, that is why we fielded a, a patron study because we wanted to uh, be able to approach our operator partners and offer them that safety net that says, yes, you know, take the leap menu, some blueberries, um, and here's that substantiation for why. So that definitely spoke to me. I think as we look towards next year, and I, I use that same analogy, we are sticking with some tactics that work. So we tested a lot of things in, in 2020 and 2021, and we are leaning into the learnings that we got from that. So I think each year we will continue to, to push ourselves and take some of those leaps, but we will also lean on what worked and um, where we had safety and success. Excellent. Well, again, it's been Great to learn so much from you and the team at SRG. And thank you to Chef Rose for all of her work and the mm -hmm. work that goes into that innovation that I think a lot of people got to enjoy and, and some risk, right? I mean, some of these things that we're creating today, uh, calculated, um, but really trying to inspire these many chefs on thinking about blueberries in new and different ways. So thank you for a great week. Thank you for taking blueberries to Monterey and the flavor experience. And we'll look forward to reporting more on that as we get into our our uh, fall meetings and certainly uh, those, those, this work will have been a great benefit to our industry. So thank you so much. Well, and thank you, Casey. I have to say it is, there's no better moment in my job than being a part of um, a group that is putting forth such an incredibly strong message and opportunity for this industry. So I'm just, I'm so grateful to you and to the, the rest of um, the board and USHBC for allowing us to have that presence that did get so many people excited. It was wonderful to see and wonderful to be a part of. So my sincere thanks. Well, our sincere thanks back to you, Christy, as well as Jenny, for being on the show to talk about the exciting opportunities ahead in food service. But that's it for episode 67. We'll be back next week with more innovation, collaboration, family, and hard work right here on the Business of Blueberries. Blueberries.